1: welcome to another episode of the one's had a dream podcast my name is lee finch and i am as ever joined by danny baker uh we had uh what's his name the uh, I've, uh where have i gone with this the the, the american guy was uh, mate uh John jonathan Green. jonathan jonathan all i think that's how i pronounce it. he has messages he's going to be coming on uh just need to figure out a time with him because he's six hours behind but he has messages say he wants to come on as well jonathan he's still the- waiting in the turnstiles <laughs> to get in is he <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, he, he comes on the debrief, he's out in America, he's a really good lad, he uh, talks sense. Some people think he's a bit of a tall, but yeah, he will become coming. I just haven't had time to schedule that for this week's. Uh, but yeah, so it's me and Danny, and this week we are going to be discussing the Salford and Weymouth games. Uh, has the EFL trophy become a big cup for us now? Danny Macklin's to-do list, uh, as he's been in the job now for two weeks. Uh, are we sitting on a goldmine with some players that we could sell? Uh, especially with some of our youth coming through, and also the players that we've sold with their sell-on clauses. Have we, hopefully, we've been correct with what we've put on them. And in a short preview, as ever, of the Tranmere game on Saturday. So let me start by introducing Danny. Danny, how are we? You good? Pretty good, mate. How are you doing? All right? I'm all right. I've got a bit of a cold.
2: Oh, I mean, my missus out. has
1: got it. The baby's had it. And then uh, I've got a bit of a bit of a throat going on. But it's going around, and it? It's the weather changing all the time. And... You, you look, I mean, you look amazing. Your little one, do they go to nursery yet or is it? No, not yet. We're um, she's starting
2: in March, yeah. So so you... Mrs. Baker goes back to work in three weeks. Just when I finish school, she'll go back for a bit, and then it's um, yeah, she'll be. I think this was it, nursery in March, terraces in May. That's the plan. You'll see that's the schedule.
1: You're fine when she goes to nursery, mate you just she'll come home every day ill like our boy last week was ill two days fine for two days then he come home ill again because they pick up everything in the nursery got no immune system and it's a nightmare and then they give it to me and the missus and then yeah so we're talking about
2: talking about ill question obviously i'm a celebrity's on mrs baker loves it at the moment we're watching all sorts of nonsense big question coming up for you mr mr finch i'm just gonna give you a bit of context who's your who would you have if you had to pick five people that you could watch? You can't be in the show. Who are you picking in your five? What do you mean? I'm watching on TV. You're watching on TV. And they said you can handpick five people to be in it to watch. You can be people you like, people you don't like, people you think are attractive. Whatever you want, people you find intriguing. Who, who are you thinking about? Liam Gallagher,
1: straight away. What, Love. good or Bad. Good mate. Liam's a Liam. Legend. Yeah, I just think he'd it'd be on yeah, and uh Robbie L would be another yeah, one. That's he's, a great mix up. He's he's just one of my favourite people. he's you he go around favorite. just doing like that fake head all the time,
2: just running around doing like Bush took the trials and jumping up and winning. Why stuff.
1: did you go all Chaudi then as well? No, because he does that doesn't he Not Yeah, him. but why did you have to do it in an Ant and Deck accent?
2: Well, you know, Bush took a
1: Cleveland. trial. Who don't yeah. you
2: like? You're struggling to like get on with, and you feel like oh, you're annoying me.
1: Well, Conservative Party at the moment, but kind of have them all okay. in there. Whatever,
2: well, no, you can pick. Ooh. I've hand
1: picked two or three, all politicians, pretty much. Are, uh, Literally,
2: that's what Hannah I'm, said. Hannah was like, You just put loads of politicians but in But then there. I
1: feel bad because I actually quite like Matt Hancock at the moment, which is a wow. bad thing to kind of say, in it. Do you know what I mean? I want people to fire at my door soon, but yeah, he's actually he's making me laugh. And I don't like Boy George on it, not a big right. fan. And Chris Morris is kind of winding me up. And I used to love Chris Moyles. Again, He's, these my message my is nodding exactly. Chris Moyles. I think Boy the George. problem is we've got to forget that it's all edited in that kind of way. Of though. course.
2: It's, and this is, again, it's sort of similar to,
1: but, to when you yeah. read
2: stuff. It's all, uh, we only see the owl. We don't see everything else
1: that's going on. Yeah. So Liam Gallagher, Robbie L. Who else? Who did not? I? Uh, Steve Evans would be quite a good one in there. Oh, lose, okay. Yeah, yeah, lose, yeah, yeah. Might lose a bit of weight as well. Well, oh, he needs Maybe. it. Bless his beans and rice. I Don't know, I don't really hate many people, really. Um, and I'm what about lover.
2: other people that you really like? Then
1: I really like again, I'm not into it. Uh, you're just ambivalent, aren't you? Just, yeah, but no. I like my favorite programs like Towie, so it's okay, like we will
2: put them in then,
1: yeah, but they're quite boring. It's quite boring, quite boring, aren't they? So I'd go in there, I'd be a legend there, mate. Really. Would you?
2: Yeah. What would be your like Achilles' heel? Then what would you spiders. like? Spiders, is it spiders, really?
1: Yeah, the missus gets rid of all the spiders in our ass. Oh, no, mate, no joke either. It, and I mean any yourself. any kind of spider. And I, I yeah, I scream as
2: well. So absolute farce. Well, I've got I've got my five here.
1: Kind of Vinny Jones. I knew you were gonna say I was gonna Love say Vinny. But...
2: Do you know what? Of all the people in the probably in the whole planet, the one guy I genuinely have not met and I'd like to is Vinny Jones. He's been my
1: absolute hero. Oh I met him.
2: Have you? Good, nice guys. Have no. you?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh no I mean, once... Don't say that Because
2: I always say Don't meet your heroes I but... mean,
1: once Boxing Day When we got called off I think against West Ham And he was on the platform Was that
2: the one That was called off Really late
1: Yes Yeah, yeah literally I, I was remember. down like, Me by... and my old man Sellers, Yes Yeah I remember that very we, we were well. at Croydon we
2: remember, Me and my dad were there We were literally Walking around there, like The yes. game's off The game's off We were like what
1: Yeah we were I think we were coming back Croydon And he was there And we said we said hello to him And he was just in 1-0 and And then I met him At a crazy gang day Down at Roehampton Okay. Uh, and everyone wanted his autograph. And this is when there was rumors that he was leaving at the time and stuff like that. And someone put their, their little thing that you get in front of him and he got it and just luzzed it, like threw oh, wow. it miles because it was right in his face. But yeah, and I thought that's a bit harsh, but probably. That is it, harsh. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've, got,
2: I've got Vinny, Jacob Reese Mogg, can't stand the bloke. <laughs> Cannot. He looks like he should be in the Adams family, but he's not.
1: Yeah, I get what like you. Mean. He just
2: the way that he is, I saw like a, an eight-minute TikTok about this for him as a bloat, and I, I find him very, very difficult to, to like, watch. Yeah, I've got Lewis Hamilton.
1: Not a fan, good or bad. No, not a fan at all. You see, I think Lewis needs to do something like that to show people that he actually probably is an. I just guy. find
2: people who get involved politically with certain things. I, d- I just, I don't understand why everything has to be political. Why can't you just be a race car driver? I hated the idea when he was like, everyone should be vegan. It's a disgrace if you're
1: not. Oh, by the way, I've opened 20 vegan restaurants. It's like, mate, seriously. He's one of the ones who goes on about the eco, doesn't he? And then drives yeah. a Formula One car and flies all around the world. 100%. <laughs> you know
2: I, mean? I, find him, I find him intolerable. Yep. I'd love to watch, um, who have I put in there? Cole Pilkington. Yeah, love Cole. I find him very, very funny. I think I'd put him in. Um, and then I'm kind of stuck. I've obviously won a bit of eye candy in there. So I've gone for Diane Abbott or Pretty Patel. I going to say. I just can't stand either of them. I think Pretty Patel is by far one of the worst human beings I think I've heard. And um, Diane Abbott, she's so thick. And I'm like, how? And it worries me, whatever constituency is, how people continue to kind of vote for her. I find it incredible. There are some... Very, very. I mean, Max Verstappen, I don't like either.
1: I like Max.
3: Big Not fan. Not a
2: big fan of Gavin no, Williamson, like who's, who's resigned a number of times, and the guy who does all the. We're going to glue ourselves to the to the road leader, Roger Hallam. Um, I, i'm finding it very annoying that people we, just kind of think I've got, I've got a great idea let's just stop all the traffic constantly but then they drive range rovers to get there and they use it's just like your the, the, the hypocritical bit you is remember, horrendous
1: do you remember the guy who went on talk sport uh, not talk sport talk radio or, or no yeah one of the, and he went i know exactly you, what you mean you can't grow concrete and the geezer goes yes you can no, you and definitely like, can nick
2: ferrari speaks badly it talk
1: because uh, we don't do politics too much on this because you know no. I mean, everyone, everyone disagrees. but everyone I, I just don't way. like any of them Like how they're just uh, so unlikable politicians like all of them like literally I, Labor, I, I, Conservative and I wonder Lee whether, uh,
2: whether it's just because I'm, I'm getting a bit older I'm having to and it's been rammed on our throat with COVID and stuff but have they always been this bad at just why can't you just answer a simple question don't worry if it's opinion fact I just find it tedious so that would be my, I'm watching Ooh, it. I've
1: got another one I'd like to go in there, but I don't like. Okay, go on then. Gary Lineker. Oh, no. Well, he's another one of these ones who gets all like, you have to do this, do that, while he sits in his million pound house. And you know what I'd put in there? Charity shows like Children in Need and uh, Pudsy and all them. Put what, do you mean, what do you mean you put... You can't put a TV show in another TV well, show. I thought we were kind of going room 101. No, do you know no, what I mean? You no, put me in a well, vault that, and...
2: No, we're coming to that. Fine. That's another show, mate. Because I have put in pudsy and bloody...
1: You know what annoys me? Multi-millionaires asking me for money when I'm literally putting... I can't put two pence together. And I've got Gary Barlow singing a song going, please give money. It's like, you give money. You pay your tax, mate. But anyway, well, we're going... Well, political. I mean...
2: Uh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, I've kind of... I've got a mix-up. Obviously...
1: Piers you know, Morgan, you put I, Piers I
2: can, Morgan in there? No, no, I haven't done that much. My wife is begging me to put Lorraine Kelly in. She can't stand Lorraine Kelly.
1: Well, <laughs> Lorraine Kelly, Kelly, Kelly it's like I know the, she absolutely it's can't stand it's her. She's like the queen of daytime TV. If,
2: put I, if, I could put in a, if if we were putting TV shows in, Loose Women and Loose Men that's coming out, I'd put them oh. both in. I think the whole thing is, you know, is somewhat annoying. And know, Paul
1: Ince would go in yeah, probably close. You know one, you talk about Eye Candy. Yeah. An old one I found the other day, she's on Instagram now, Lindsay Dawn McKenzie. Do you remember? Her? You yeah, I Dean remember. Olds- Went
2: out with Dean Oldsworth.
1: Yeah, set with Dean Oldsworth. Massive knockers. So, yeah, she, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have her in there for a bit of eye candy in that shower. So, yeah. Okay, well,
2: that we've gone slightly more adult uh, young young viewers and young listeners please turn away but to be honest with you thinking about i'm a celebrity well it's going form, to be a watching, load of
1: lads now who's going to be on instagram searching lindsay dawn mckenzie i guarantee and it. we apologize to and all of she, the
2: parents of those boys and girls she, <laughs> she
1: has she has got only fans which i only know because of the instagram not of course
2: online. why why else would you know which is a
1: mad thing as well nowadays as well but, we're but to
2: be honest around. with you i think what's been nice is earlier in the season I probably would have been shouting. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here on the terraces. And now oh,
1: here he goes,
2: I know I've, you've got to make the links. You've got to. It's, it's all about the links. I've told you this. Um, but it's obviously quite nice. Obviously, um, I, the sulfur game was a little bit weird. Did you watch it? Yeah, it
1: was boring. It was a hell.
2: little. Yeah, I kind I of felt was a, it was a bit of a nothing game, and I felt that after an hour. Both teams were like, yeah, we'll take the point, really.
1: I don't I was, know how you felt, though. Pretty disappointed in Salford. I thought they were one of the favourites to go up. And I know they've got pretty bad home form at the moment. They but, didn't
2: know like they could score for Toffee, well, did they?
1: They had a chance, to, the, the one big chance of the game, where they literally, what, six-yard box? And he misses yeah. quite a set of the geese. I don't know who it was. Uh, yeah, and I just... It was it was a... Bore, yeah, we went up there to get the point, which we did. We didn't have to... I don't think we worked overly hard. It weren't like... Maybe the Orient took it out of us and... Do you know what I mean? A long, long travel as well. You ain't going to train much if you're playing against Orient Tuesday, then you're travelling up to Salford on Friday. So, yeah, I, I was quite happy with the point. We took a put, would have took a point beforehand. Yep. Uh, yeah, disappointed in Salford. Didn't think they offered us, offered much at home. Do you know what I mean? And if you're a Salford fan, you've got to be disappointed. Gutted I couldn't go because I've not been Salford and I wanted no, to No, it, it was the uh, same. Was, train companies you. are absolutely, put them in as well, train companies. They're an absolute joke I moment. mean, Towler goes from strength to strength. Yes.
2: He I thought was exceptional again. Played the um, year. You know what? He ain't far at all away in my opinion. That's a really good shout, you know. You don't have come up with many good shouts. Well, um every, but that that, that that was a good that was a good one. Um that is a great next episode one by the way. Um yeah, I know. I think he's I think he's right up there. I think the romance in the Wimbledon fans would would, would nudge towards Curry, but I don't think he's
1: been played the year. Uh, young player year. Young player year. Josh Davidson probably played. We should probably have this conversation later on in a month or two months time. But
2: yeah, but right yeah. now though, you, where well, you asked it, I mean, you, you've, you've, you've not... dropped the gun haven't you? <laughs> literally
1: unbelievable. But yeah, um, Taylor's look.
2: But no, Taylor was good. I felt um, we were we were solid without being particularly exciting. We did look a little bit leggy, which is why I was quite you've... surprised. Hudlin didn't get any more gig time
1: again. Yeah, he just doesn't rate him, does he? It I just don't think he has all, him. Like... Uh, my thing with you is, uh, people. Some people rate Paul Calambay. Some people don't. A run of games has seemed like with him having no real competition seems to now he knows that he's in. Kind of seems to have settled him down a little bit, and he's looking like he is a League Two centre back. Paul he definitely Bates. is, and he's looking. I think he looks good. I think as I said I'd rather have Taylor in that defensive midfield role, uh, but Pierce looked well off it. We'll talk about Tuesday later, but yeah, he looked well off it again. I know he's only just come back from injury, but yeah, I I think Paul Callum Bay is looking good as well. I think Callum is fine as long as he gets involved with the physical stuff.
2: The moment we're trying, and again, this is where we spoke about it in our unpopular opinions and stuff, but the way that we're trying to get the ball quicker forward means he hasn't got to try and pass the ball about, and pick long diagonals. His job, frankly, should be to defend and give it to Towler. Yeah, defend, give it to Woodyard. Don't be fancy, don't go corners. But what's interesting is a lot of players and a lot of teams, when we play against us, in particular, when they come against us, they kind of give Callum a bit of room and they kind of pick up everyone else, knowing that he'll give the ball away. Um, But yeah, I mean...
1: We we missed a sell on Saturday. Uh, People that say that... Massively. Do you know what I mean? genius was nowhere near, was he? Nah, and he just gives you that little... He's he's the bastard that we all love. Do you know what I mean? He is that one that you don't want playing against you, but you love him on your team. He's going to cause issues all day. He's not going to stop running. He's going to be like a wasp. Do you know what I mean? All round. I think, and do you know what? He's That's, got a bit of skill and he can put it in the net.
2: I think the one thing as well, the one thing that Sal does, and he is petulant and frustrating, but he does give you tempo. He does give you a bit of urgency, a bit of energy. The crowd get into it. He's fantastic in that. And we did feel, in my opinion, that everyone was looking around thinking, well, where is he or where is Ob? And again, let's face it, you can look at any League Two team, you take their best player out from the pitch and go, how are they playing? They're going to struggle. Yeah. Um, and I think it—I think he sort of showed, and again, obviously, we'll move slowly into, into Weymouth um, in that game, just the impact that he has. But I think it's a good point. I don't think we get that point earlier in the season. Um, back-to-back um, clean sheets, which I think yep. is exceptional. Um, I know we've got the Weymouth game in between, but um, I, I can't really, at the moment, seven or eight unbeaten. I just from, think it shows, um,
1: though, Dan. Again, what we've spoke about quite a lot on here is the strength in depth. We don't really have it. Don't have it so at all. So if you, you, you have a Sal girl or Josh Davison drop out, you're kind of looking and thinking, right, we haven't got really much else to come on. And that's the only dis- disappointing thing at the moment, I think. Do because- you think,
2: Lee, honestly... And again, I'm not trying to put it like you under the cosh here. Is Huddling going to actually play another league game for us? Do you think, or do you think he's literally going to be used as play the trophy, play a bit of this? Because unless with Nathan Coombs coming back, he obviously has got Bartle on the bench, he's got Senior on the bench, he's got a Sal. Do you? Is there is there a definite? Is there an actual realistic chance that we won't see it apart from the Sutton game?
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I think we won't see him. I think that's 100%. I think it's the same as Soliole, though. Soliold didn't see him. If you look at how many games he... He started five games for Soliole Moores and then went to Huddersfield because he looked good in a semi-final and a final. Do you know what I mean? I just think I just... I, Johnny Jackson obviously doesn't rate him. He sees him in training pretty much every week. I know he had his injury and Josh Davison, the way we play now, you who you... you it's Josh Davison up front with Asall one side and then uh someone else in it you, you want you
2: want NYC or you have Chisley, Chisley or at
1: the NYC on the other side to be fair. And then yeah, you can't Huddin can't play that role. He's not going to play right or left. And he can't play on his so, own.
2: He's got to have someone with him.
1: Yeah, I think the way we were going to play, maybe he would have suited that role, but unfortunately got injured. We had to change it around. Uh I'd send him back in Jan, or hopefully they'll get him back in Jan. And I uh, hopefully some people have said about uh what's his name, Robinson's doing okay in, in Scotland. Yeah. But is it any point bringing him back if he's going to sit on the bench and only get 20, 30 minutes here and there? Because he doesn't go ahead of NYC at the moment. He doesn't go ahead of Josh Davison. Is it worth him just staying in Scotland for the rest of the season and scoring 20 goals, coming back with loads of confidence? And then NYC goes back to Brentford and we've got now Robinson who's who's flown up think, in Scotland.
2: To be honest with you, I think that's a really, really interesting shout. And I think it all depends on... the where we are in January and the ambition of the club. If the, the club are thinking, right, we'll have, a, we'll have a stab at playoffs here, I think he'll come back and then he'll he will be involved. The if they're thinking, do you know what? No. And it goes back a little bit to the conversation we had last week about playing uh, uh, Ogondiri, Gondi, uh, in your words, and in mine, and Gunter, playing him instead of Gunter. I think it might be a financial thing where they're thinking, where are we going to get more money? Or are we going to think about sell, offloading him? Because if he has another... If he has a, if he scores 15, 16, up to 20 goals for Dundee, he will potentially be attracting attention from League One, in my opinion. Hmm. It's not I mean we we know the Scottish Championship is a relatively minor league, but you most teams are looking to take a punt at somebody and he would be somebody
1: who I think wouldn't be particularly expensive. No, no, because I say, we we move on, say, to talk about Weymouth a little bit, and I think we said about our squad in our squad depth. There's people like Fisher, Bartley, uh, Bender, and stuff. They 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 need to go on loan. They need they to need nice. it, mate. Because Fisher, unfortunately, I I just don't think he's ever going to be good enough. He's he's a he's a main striker. He's not a winger. But he's not. If you look at Josh Davison, you look at other players that we've had striker-wise. He doesn't even get near talking about.
2: Wasn't know, Fisher the one who was released and then brought back in?
1: Yeah, he went to Hampton, and then we. So I, Robo I mean, came in and he brought him back. It, it looked
2: like for me that Fisher was playing against a team, and he was at that level. Like I thought, Weymouth were for good in the first half. I thought they played really well. Obviously, they missed a, missed an absolute sitter, hit the bar. They outplayed us in the first half, and then we've clearly had a bit of a, a of rocket. a of, of a rocket. Asal actually decided to stay on side, which was handy. Interesting. Did you read Arash's stat about Asal?
1: Yes, yes,
2: yes. Asal was basically offside twenty-nine times, nine more than anybody else in all of football league, which is madness. And being nine more tells you there's a problem. But That's he kept onside yeah. and he was he was very good in the second half. Chislet came on, looked very good in the second half. He actually managed to just just be. I think Chislet. If we had a Wimbledon. Five a side team. I think he's in it. I think he's dynamic. I yeah, think he's but quick, sharp, but it's not five a side. It's my, eleven my, side. My, and
1: my problem with Chisley is he's it's that's his level. Conference, conference south. Do you think? Well, look, he looks really good against the Weymouths, but he doesn't look that great.
3: I, in, I think he's one, a league, a league I think. Two.
1: I think
2: he's a definitely he for me, him and, and a are you know, if they're in, they're they're a League Two squad member, and if they play, you're not like, oh, Chisley's playing or Callum Bay's playing, but they're they're not gonna Chisley, I don't think gets you promoted, but I do think he's a solid player, and he he played he played well when we had that no, ten I, minute I, period, played a right, they scored, which is
1: annoying. Um, but but yeah, yeah how does Bro- Broome, Broome? The problem we got as well. I was gonna say to you about a couple of points was Nick Zanev. Everyone gives Nick Zanev a lot of stick and stuff, but he is miles ahead of Broome. Unfortunately, yes, uh, and January I'd be releasing Broom and Yaskaline and getting another keeper in to push uh Nick all the way because how can you get lobbed standing on your line from a header as well?
2: You would.
1: uh, one of the yeah, well, I'm not a professional goalkeeper, mate. Well, uh, you should be, and, and you know, well, I've been told that, but and the other one I know he's he's rusty, hasn't played, come back from injury, but the the goal, the, the, the one they should have scored where he he taps it right in front of them and then they miss. Do you know what I mean, that's that's poor goalkeeping that to tap it right back in to the danger zone. You, you put that wide, you put it out for a corner and we defend it. But yeah, I just he, uh, he
2: definitely fluffed his lines, I think is the right word in terms of where he's at. He made a good start stopping. The, I mean, me and my old man went and it was um he 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 made a good start. I made a good a good save in the first half, used the ball well of his feet. But uh, um, Zanev's our keeper, I think, for the year. And I guess it is. A, it goes back to that question, though. He's obviously relatively cheap. Yaskalina must be relatively cheap. He's a long term prospect. Wimbledon. It was what was scary, and this is the real scary thing, Lee. Their goalie was our reserve team keeper for League One. And he was just it was he was glaringly not you know National League South. It was sort of scary that yeah. we went down that route and had him. And well, we knew what we had him because he was paid you know a packet of Pete, chips and a Mars bar he, and expenses. But.
1: That's the, I kind of with with Jackie, I've kind of get it. I kind of get why we did it. He was with the club for training for seven years, being at Leverhead and stuff like that. Robbo could trust him. He worked well with Bezo. He's probably a good trainer for Nick yeah, he the Robbo he trusted just, he's Nick and if it. anything happened to Nick we would go out and get a loan keeper in do you know what I mean so I kind of, I kind of get the you rather put your money in the strikers but unfortunately Nick didn't have the greatest season I don't think in League One but another we'll talk about disappointments so I know people want to hear positives but the negative for me again is George Marsh I just don't know I don't i he... really had high hopes for him when we signed him he was one of my favorite players in pre-season in League One uh and he's just going backwards for me. He, he, what? Yeah, he, he didn't have a great game, I don't think. And again,
2: I feel like the way. And again, it. I don't think. I don't think he becomes a bad player overnight. But again, if you're thinking about the way we want him to play, George Marsh doesn't fit. George Marsh doesn't really fit into a way where we're getting the ball quickly forward. He, he's not that kind of guy. He wants to get the ball turned, past, turn, pass. He's a, a Sammy Moore type player. Sammy Moore player wouldn't necessarily. But Sammy Moore got goals. Yeah, but George Marsh doesn't go. That's forward. what I mean. George Marsh ain't going to get he passes goals, it yeah. on to somebody else. And I, yeah. I feel like he is definitely going to he he the the change of star, and again it's like anything. Some change of styles, it suits, some players it doesn't. But it doesn't suit George Marsh. And I think it's a shame. What was interesting slash worrying? I haven't heard any news yet. A sales injury. Is he okay?
1: Curry's injury. Is he I okay? I think there was a little bit about Jack Curry. The reason why he went off. I think it was more of a concussion kind of thing. Okay. Um, uh, but I think
2: Billa was all right. I think he came uh, on and looked decent, quick,
1: crikey. Really quick. That's why um, I, yeah, because I and again I think, I, be inter- watch it. I think
2: it'd be very interesting with him and, and on now, because I think I would have been like Ogundeery, but my old man was absolutely raving about Billa And I and I was watching thinking again, my only he, problem he with needs that. he needs game time, clearly. My,
1: my only problem with mm-hmm. that, Danny, again, is I'm, I can't you can't judge players playing against a conference south team. Oh no, you definitely Don't can't. And that's where Ogundier I give him his do he come? He's come in against Bradford's. He's come in against top League Two, possibly League One oppositions, yeah. and done well. Yeah, I can't have people like. Even though we've been saying like Marshall had a bad game against them, but do you know what I mean? You, it's hard to judge because they're a Conference South team. They're not a great side in that league. No, but they like, played really well. You're not well going to know us, unless he goes
2: and plays. Like, no, that's what I mean. We, we never knew unless he played. But we
1: got four or five players who need to go on loan, and they're not. They're we really ball, do really I mean, bad. But I ball, mean, ball, I mean ball,
2: ultimately, we've got. And again, it can't be good for their mental health either. But Bartley is just like not, not getting any game time. He's sort of stagnating. Um, and in many ways, if you're going to do, if you're going to, you, you might have been better off keeping a Cosgrave and not letting him play, just keeping him on the bench and not playing him and let well, Bartley and, go and get some games.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean?
2: That. And it's kind of that, that balancing act that if you're wanting to develop a player, is it best to get him out playing games or is it best keeping them close? And I would always rather they played locally. Hampton or Richmond are in the same league as Weymouth, as an example, playing there, but they're training at Wimbledon twice a week and they just no. pop along and do a bit of... I don't know. I think no, I, I
1: think we would have been better off keeping Cosgrave because he ain't getting in the South End team. He's only coming off the bench for them. So he might as well have stayed on our bench and then we could have got our kids on loan. But yeah, it that's...
2: Just, it, it, it's it's okay. literally... Don't you just think it's mental that we've, we have a number of players who we had in our squad at the end of the season and they can't get into teams two divisions below? And Cosgrave played off the bench a number of times in League
1: yeah. One. It's yeah. like, shish. Yeah, can't get in Southend's team. But then Southend have hit a run of form, so maybe that's why they've got players who have come in and have taken their chance and Cosgrove didn't. But they dropped him straight out of their team at one point. He wasn't even on the bench for a little while. And I think they've had some injuries. But before we move on, I think the positive is we, we got through. We're, we're in second round. We've got a game, a very tough game against Chesterfield. They're third in the conference, only yep. below Notts County or Wrexham and Notts County. We know what Wrexham are doing. Notts County shouldn't be down there, to be fair. If you look at their 16,000, I think they get home and stuff like that. But oh, they're, wow. in, they're in they're in, in them troubles for a reason. So, yeah, they probably should be down there, actually. And, uh, yeah, we've got a winnable game. And if we win that, we're in the third round. And we could then be getting a Newcastle, a Man U, an Arsenal, Spurs. Do you know what I mean? And getting one of the big big teams and earning, hopefully, a few dollars. So. Yeah,
2: I mean, like I said, you know, we, we can pick the peanuts out of the poo here, no problem, but ultimately, we have got, we've gone through, we played well in the second half, we we were well, once we turned it on, they couldn't deal with us, we were much more direct, much more better. There's lots of, the lots of areas, and particularly in people like a where it's like your decision-making, like his decision-making needs to improve, but we did show that there is a clear golfing, not just class but fitness and I think that we deserve the win it's also good like it's no matter how much you call it Cambridge had to go to penalties against Curzon like, wrote, and, that no, was at, and that was at, and that was at Cambridge did Hartlepool go out?
1: No I think they won on penalties as well
2: Fine. So you know what we'll, we'll take the win no, save 30 minutes and the Chesterfield game like you said I, I, I feel it's probably a 60-40 us but at the same time you know, if we lose against Tranmere,
1: well, Chester will be looking at it and thinking they can come down and oh cause an upset. I mean, it's a great you know I, mean? Which for is, them, I think. But I think that's good for us because they, they will want to come and play and they'll hopefully pass it about a little bit more than Wayne. Wayne were quite direct against us. So hopefully we can get in behind and, and we'll beat them. But yeah, that's for another day, but we'll move on as we've been waffling on now. And uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll be discussing, uh, what are we discussing? Daniel? I can't
2: the, whether the pizza trophy has oh, that's become it. a
1: big deal for us at the moment. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back and discuss that.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: And we're back. We're going to be discussing is the pizza trophy, the EFL trophy, uh, a big trophy for us now. Is it something that we should be taking seriously? I know some people hate it. They're boycott, boycott, boycott. Kind of got a bit bored with that now, but, uh, yeah, where do you sit with that, Lee?
2: I mean, let's be honest. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair or right that they enter it. But where are you at with it, uh, it bother they, should,
1: they shouldn't be allowed to enter it. It was a good good trophy before, and they have now entered it. People say, "Oh, it's their way to get B teams into the football league," which I don't don't think will ever be the case, uh, or not in my lifetime. I don't think that will happen. Uh, it, it does make me laugh because people who say boycott the EFL trophy because under twenty three teams went. To Wimbledon versus Liverpool under twenty three when they open Plough Lane, do you remember the test event? Yeah. So that was kind of okay to go to the under twenty three game there as a test event, but they won't go and watch it in a pizza trophy, which you know what I mean it's all hip- hypocrisy, isn't it? uh yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to enter. They do. We get a lot of money from it. You know what I mean it's ten grand a win. I think. Uh, well, I'm not, I've got. A, I've got the stats here. It's basically, um. All member of
2: clubs in the competition will receive twenty thousand pounds participation fee. Yep. Ten grand for a win in the group stage, and five grand for a draw. Yep. Um, the winners could earn up to a quarter of a million in prize money. But if you add that in terms of, add it on in terms of winning this, winning that, win the other, it says if your games um, on the telly, that's another twenty grand, which yep. is all right. Um, I don't know um, whether or not. So here you go. Group stage: ten grand for a win, five for a draw. Round two which is, I presume, what we're in now, 20 yeah. grand for a win. Round yeah. three, 40 grand. Quarters, 50 grand. Runners up 50. Winners is 100 grand. Now, I'm not saying for any stretch of the imagination that it's, it's you know, life-changing. But for a club like us, a quarter of a million pound is is handy. And if we're going to play, if we play, you know, Sutton United and beat them, and then all of a sudden the next round is potentially before Christmas, because the final. When's the final normally? It's not late, is it?
1: No. Also, it's at Wembley as well, so it's a good.
2: But again, if you think about it, we're in. You know, if you dress it up in the fact that if we beat, if we beat Sutton, there's a decent possibility. And again, I haven't got an A level in in maths, but I have got one in common sense.
1: Um, If you look at the prize money in terms of we, I think we won two. Yeah, we're on 25 grand at the moment, 20 grand to that's 45 grand. Okay. Plus you beat Sutton, that's 65 grand that we've earned just through. And then we might if we if we have a
2: round through and we win that at 100
1: And plus any money that you get from gate receipts and bar I just millions, I just like wonder that. if probably be you know, a small amount, but
2: it's um un- the way that the club have always done it is it's unbudgeted money. We 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 always forecast for the worst. That's a cheeky hundred K potentially up. That could be you know we're 8th ninth, 10th we're gonna have a punt at a really good young player an older player who is out of contract to the end of the year we feel like do you know what we can get him on a short term i just wonder do you feel now with that in with that kind of with the situation that we're in is it do you feel it's a big game and we should take it a bit more seriously or do you still feel like you know what it's mickey mouse and we won't
1: no and I'm, the thing is i've never thought it's mickey mark like playing against under 21 teams yeah but when you're playing against Portsmouth, from and things like that as you said there's 10 grand up for grabs to win it 20 grand now if we beat Sutton. also it gives you extra games to kind of bed in bill Bil- Bil- and the the Bendals and stuff and go right here you go this is your opportunity now so that you can play at this level do you know what I mean even if they they're resting players and stuff like that uh yeah i, I i've always thought uh, When you're making up to 100 grand, you have to take it seriously. Also, it's a day out at Wembley. Johnny Jackson gets to lead the guys out at Wembley. Do you know what I mean? Everyone wants to play at Wembley. Not many people will probably go if Wimbledon got to the final against, say, a Cheltenham or something like that. But it would be a good occasion. Do you know what I mean? And as you said, it would be on the box. That's another 20 grand there. We have to think of the money that we need to make because of the fact that we have debt and we've got bonds to pay and people turn their nose up it's like well they're not going to pay themselves and this is why people are now turning around and going we need outside ownership or outside investment well if we can get 100 grand by just winning a few games in the pizza trophy do you know what I mean? It's it's common sense. It just, I just do you feel that if I, I have a massive issue with the with the rules on it
2: in terms of the you've got to play a certain amount from the, the, the before, from the game before and this sort of stuff. I feel like if you're a football club and you enter a competition, I wonder if you can not enter it. I wonder if you can say no, we're not interested in that, and wonder whether people would do it. That's part one of my question. And I guess the other question is. I wonder whether whether if we could whether we would take it more seriously if we could do whatever we want. And you could most teams they kind of build up with interest as they go, or whether or not again, if we took out the if we took out the the big clubs with their under 23s, whether it would be a competition that we entertain and whether actually as a whole, I mean it's good for money, whether it, it fits in the modern world with so much football, does it still work?
1: You see, I, I kind of get your point regarding. I, I hate you when team you get told what teams you have to play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have squads, you have youth teams, you know what I mean? You can put wherever you want in if you think they're good enough or not. They shouldn't be on. If they're not good enough to play in a pizza trophy game, they shouldn't be in your fucking squad in the first place. You shouldn't be in the club. Do you know what I mean? to play against AFC 1 Arsenal under-23s and stuff like that. Uh, I remember playing... Did we beat Arsenal? Or we lost to Arsenal under-23s. No, we beat Ellie. Arsenal. We beat had, Arsenal. Yeah, they had Martinelli playing. We beat Arsenal they? and we lost to Chelsea when we got through That's the it, group. Chelsea, you know, and Wally Wors- Downs came down, didn't they? Uh, and Wordsworth got sent off. That's it. But we beat either.
2: Arsenal and we were
1: like, wow. Because Saliba, Saliba played, didn't they? Saliba, they had Martinelli. Do you know what I mean? These two are one of the... Two, two of the best players in the Premiership at the moment. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of get it that it works on that front from an Arsenal point of view that they've got their kids out to play against men and play in men's football because unfortunately the game's gone so far now that reserves and under 20, they, it's just passing for fun where they don't get to play against League Two brutes and big blokes. You know what I mean? When they're playing against the Leeds and stuff like that, where they actually have to fire, they're not used to it when you're playing under 23 football. As long as, worst thing that could happen is an under 23 or under 21 team win it. Uh, because then they they say, look, this is you know what I mean. They, never,
2: they haven't got anywhere near winning, have
1: they? I don't think so. But now I can see, can you? I can see a man. Sit. The problem is when it first started. I think who was it? It was one team. I think it was a Bolton or something, and they had a forty-year forty-year-old goalkeeper on the started. Well, Huddleston, Huddles, Tom Huddleston plays for Man United, didn't he? yeah did he yeah, yeah see so it's things like that where they said oh it's actually going to benefit the england team it's like well stop lying yeah yeah you know so I mean? I, 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 yeah oh, this will benefit the england team because young players for me when as we just said two of the players we just mentioned are the best players in the premiership at the moment not english well, this, you know yeah i mean, I mean so, out of the 32
2: you, lee there's five left yeah which is everton yep man united have got wolves so they've been drawn together um, which completely doesn't make sense for it's from their angle. Um, Steven has got Arsenal yeah. and Chelsea have got Peterborough at Chelsea, so they're the only ones left. Um, which uh, I just I don't know I don't know whether I'm, I'm I think from a from a money perspective I think it's important and I th- and I can't, I totally and utterly get why we're doing it. I just wonder whether if they change the format, whether it'd be more interesting, I'd be more in, I think I'd rather be more interested in it's, it's one game, one game match, but higher tariff in terms of the money, get rid of the rule on, you've got to play this amount of this amount of people and just play right to straight knockout. we do regionals and you kind of do like a super bowl. The North plays the best of the South rather than this group stage protracted the weird penalties. I just feel like the product they've got isn't particularly valued by the fans and but I guess maybe maybe it's a numbers thing. Maybe maybe only having you... League One and League Two is a bit
3: you look at small. the teams
1: that are left in it. I don't know who's in left in the nor- northern quarter, but the southern quarter, you've got Peterborough, Stevenage. Stevenage are flying this year. They'd love to get to Wembley and then get promoted through from the like, into League One. That'd be a great season. Steve Evans would then tell people to shut their mouths about their opinions on him and his management. Do you know what I mean? Peterborough would love to get there as well. Can you imagine Wimbledon versus Peterborough in the final? I think that'd be quite a good Listen, There's some big ones. Plymouth are there. Charlton are Plimuth there. Of-
2: Portsmouth are there. Yeah, so Bristol Rovers are there in the northern one. There's, Again, some really decent clubs: um, Port, Barnsley, Bradford, um, Bolton. That's so what I mean. You, we get, get we then.
1: get we get Bradford at Wembley. They'll sell twenty thousand. We won't get the twenty five that we had previously, but they'll they'll sell quite a few thousand down there. So yeah, it's a good day. I kind of get I get your point. I, I, I'm not overly keen on the under twenty three or under twenty one teams being in it. They are. We've got to kind of move on, I think, now from it. As I said, I don't think they'll ever get into the Football League. People say that that's their their route into it, but I can't see it. We're not like foreign leagues, like, as I said, Germany or Spain and stuff like that, where they've got under 23. Because, you, you know I me, mean? I, I I watch a bit of German football and it's quite funny. You know, uh, obviously the World Cup's going on now. Yeah, there's a regional league which has got some big teams in there, like playing 25,000 all we'll Say They play oh, all right, probably, probably about conference level. Okay, uh, Schalke have got an under 23 team and are doing quite well in that league. Uh, three of the players that play for Schalke's first team obviously, they've gone on it will be playing in the couple of games that they've got over before the winter breakout. There will be playing for their under 23s against regional teams, so it's like, do you know what I mean? So that's where I don't think we will ever have that over here because can you imagine Man City like Harlem now plays for their under twenty three team against Wimbledon in League Two? For yeah. Man City. Do you know what I mean I don't I just can't see that ever happening. I don't, I just don't get how that ever ever happens in my lifetime. But yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's an important tournament at the moment, especially mainly for the money, Danny. We need money, uh, and we can't keep turning up our nose for twenty grand just because people don't like the format of the tournament. I mean, the, I mean,
2: the round ends on the thirtieth of November, yeah.
1: so there's a
2: possibility um, that there's an, uh, that you might get a, might sneak around in before, um, let's have like round of sixteen. You might get around. You might get the possibility of getting that chance to pick up a bit of dosh. I tell you when it starts, the fourth of January. There you go. So last year was the fourth of January, which is just after the new year start of the window again, you'd be fascinating, wouldn't it? And again, it's one of those things as well, like we speak about before around, is it important or is it not? Could you imagine it? If they're looking and going, right, we win this game. We've got 100 hundred, you've got a hundred grand Arsenal. You've got a good player, Danny Hilton or whoever else you want to label that we were into before. Well, that's
1: if we get drawn against Arsenal though.
2: No, but no, but what I mean is if we win, <laughs> get, get just <laughs> do one, will you? If we get that opportunity where we can like, right, we could nick a, a yeah. decent a decent tie and it's 50 grand on the line and we nick it and all of a sudden that half decent player becomes available i don't know i feel. i just wonder whether or no, not, I, I, feel, I always feel like the group stage is a waste of time and everyone's kind of if we go it out it depends great. on where you're you are don't, we well. don't and then yeah like I said, if if you go through you don't
1: if we're pushing towards know. the playoffs a little bit by then you think right that's player for money if you're not you think right we'll put the underground away we need that underground to pay bonds you know which i mean we've got bonds to pay back very soon do you know what I mean? We've got debt coming out of our eyes. So, yeah, we might have to put that towards the debt. And do you know what I mean? We've got a squad at the moment that's going to keep us in League 2 so we can go again next year. Uh, and we'll see. especially so After if all cup of this
2: rabbiting on, in a word, is it an important cup yeah. now for us?
1: Yes. Okay. You? Yeah, agreed. No. Crikey,
2: right. that's mean. Okay. Right, should we just end the whole podcast now then? That's it. We've agreed on something. We'll move all on. Right.
1: When we come back, we'll be discussing Danny Macklin uh, and his to-do list.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: And we're back and we're going to be discussing Danny MacLean's to-do list. Danny maclean has been in the job now for, I think it's two weeks, two weeks. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to discuss what we think he should be, what he, we think his to-do list should be. And hopefully it's on point. Uh, I had a bit of a thing on Facebook the other day, Dan, and Twitter saying, I was a bit shot. I know, I think something's coming out next week. I'm not 100% sure what the club are doing because people said, stay here, like, be. There's, it's going to be good when it comes out. I just thought it was a bit bad that two weeks in the job, I don't know if this was Danny's call or not, but we haven't had any interview with him or anything from the club. No, we don't know what he sounds like, unless you've met him at the club, which I think he goes around the, the fans zones. He's walking around. He's quite uh, approachable. But if you yeah. don't, can't get to games at the moment, you can't really speak to him. I thought it would have been nice just to have a little bit, just to introduce him to the fan base. Do you know what I mean? But that might be his call because he might be so busy that he thinks, I don't really want to have any distractions at the moment. I think it's I think it's tricky I mean I mean anyone who starts a new job
2: <clears throat> it, it does take time to get you get your head around it and get you get to grips of what's going on and I, I'm I'm not particularly concerned at the moment regarding him not speaking out about what he's doing what's going on but I think what will be interesting is in a couple of weeks once he's had a bit of time it'll be interesting to know okay we're talking about you know the to-do list of what he could or couldn't be doing it'll be interesting to see what Small changes. Even like today, they, they, they've made a small change around if anybody wants to contact the club in any way, there's an inquiry saying so you go straight there. Just a simple thing. I'm not saying that's him, but I'd be very surprised if he wasn't involved to say, look, we need to connect better. So if anyone wants anything, because it is quite convoluted, you've run from the club, it's no one's fault, but you can't answer it. I mean, whether that's something that he does, I don't know. But I'm sure we'll get a flavour of the things that he's into and what we're interested in knowing about. Um, And I'd be amazed if by the time we get to, what is it, the next home game, Grimsby at home, we don't get more information about it.
1: I do wonder if that is him because I think that he's had feedback that maybe potential businesses or potential people that want to spend money at the club have tried to contact us, tried to... Uh, send emails or, or get over in the phone and not being able to contact us at all and then going well I, I really can't be asked anymore I'll go somewhere else do you know what I mean I, I hope that ain't the case but yeah it's just weird how to now put that one inquiry in that and you'll get you'll get a kind of response back but you you went to the game on Tuesday against Weymouth
2: yep. uh,
1: I, I saw there was massive queues to get yeah. in there was only one turnstile I do understand mm. though that Danny did pick up on this he was around and saw it and I don't think he was overly happy with it also know that he goes around the fan zones and he's not been... Again, this is just what I've heard, so I don't know if it's true with him, but he's we're not been really me. happy with the, the queues, uh, the bars and stuff, because obviously that's money that we're losing if people can't get served drinks at half-time or after the game and stuff. So, yeah, and also with the queues getting into the game, uh, yeah, you want people in spending money. That's why you... You know what I mean? So,
2: Well, the thing that was really weird as well was when leaving the ground, they didn't just go open up. Like, I mean,
1: like, I come in
2: when we come from two and so I think, I, I can't remember what gate is, but where it's got the big AFC Wimbledon thing, we're like, not the grass. Yeah, the, the
1: east stand entrance. Whatever
2: that is. So, with the, so basically, when you normally, know, with the way me and my dad come in, we go in and into the right is the kid's zone, and to the left, you go all the way to yeah. the, the pub. Yeah. Um, and what they've done is they didn't open that door. They just opened the gate to the right to go in. So the queue was getting quite long. But the worst thing about it is when you're leaving the ground, there's still only one of these doors open. And that's the same one that you come in. Rather than just open that door and go, everyone filter out, spell out, go. So everyone's kind of bottlenecking in, and it's just again, it's just those unnecessary things. Again, stuff like my mates now while like, I oh, can't be bothered to go and get a pint. Why can't Why can't you just get a guy? Who is like they do at the tennis, like they do at the, at the, at the, at the um, cricket? You got the guy, the thing on his back. You want a pint? There you go, mate. Cheers. There you go, mate. That's... Cheers. I mean, I don't. For maybe it's too easy. Maybe it's too cost-effective. Maybe, but we. I, I feel like we're losing money, a lot of money there. And again, very similar to, you know, Venus, who I go to, he goes to like my pint gets food. Food cues are mental. Yeah. Like men, it seems like a real Especially... mental. Q system that I wonder with the, whether there's a way
1: of making it easier, especially on a Tuesday night date, like a, a midweek game, because most people are going to be coming from work and stuff like that. They've not eaten, and they go right. I'm going to get something out of the ground. I'm going to get a my pie or something like that. And it, the, the the food trucks are obviously paying quite a bit to be there. They want to be making as much money as possible as well. So yeah, I just don't get. But one of the things I've heard, which again, on as you said, there regarding you've heard the, a lot, have not you? You've got good is, ears. Is to well, it's on Facebook mainly, and it's to do is to do list is sorting out. The people that work behind the bar, right. uh, behind the jump—not the bar, sorry, because that's one because it's a pub and at the pub. I mean, behind the kiosks. Well, yeah, the kiosk at the con—it's concourse, but we haven't really got a concourse. For for right, yeah, the kiosk because Colin Shergold raised this uh, a couple of times on Facebook, and he kind of got shot down. But that's because of Colin raising it, and not many people have an opinion with Colin, so they don't really like him. So they they kind of poo pooed it straight away. But there's people taking cash. So if you go to get a couple of drinks and they, it's like 15 quid, they'll go, oh, I will take a 10 of cash and they kind of pocket it. I'll be that, surely. Seriously, that's been happening, Danny. It's been happening. It's been raised a couple of times. Off. It happened again on Saturday. No, that was a way. Was it Tuesday? It was, Saturday. it was a game. Someone else raised it on there the other day and tagged Colin in. And someone said, you need to speak to the club. I don't know. Again, that would be for me. Danny needs to be looking at people that are working at the club and going, because we're a cashless stadium. So, you shouldn't have to pay cash because I remember trying to get a bottle of Diet Coke and I only had cash on me. I'd lucky enough I had my bank card, but yeah, I will not I'm a tax driver, and so I only carry cash. Exactly. So, I went to pay cash, so I went nice card, but yeah, apparently there's a thing going like, look, it's a 10 of cash, then like instead of 12 pounds. I mean, that's that is
2: bonkers, isn't it? And that's and that's a criminal offense, and it just seems ridiculous. I just can't, it's just weird. and And again, I don't really understand it, but that is definitely on that kind of behaviors on
1: his to-do list. What else do you think, mate? Is on his to-do list? Just uh figuring out how the ground kind of work. how we're going to use the space that we've got currently. Is there more we can do regarding the hospitality? Because I think what they've done really well, and I don't I don't know if this is because I know it was Niall who'd done the German stuff with guys to Oktoberfest, yep. which people loved. I thought that was a really good idea. Uh with the World Cup, have you seen that we're selling Tickets and I know a load of people that are going to watch the World uh, Cup at, at the game, so at the ground. Sorry, so we're yeah, we've sold. I don't know how much it was, but I know a few of my mates have got tables down at the grounds. I know the, I'm going to watch. The
2: the, I'm going to on the Grimsby game is when England potentially got the last sixteen
1: game. But that's going to be the night before. If we win the group, we play the night before. We play on a Friday.
2: But, but our game's been moved for twelve thirty because the games are at three. Yeah, but on that walk, if so, if we finish I second, think, we potentially could be playing on that Grimsby at 12 at uh, three o'clock. Yes, that's but, why the game got moved.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I still think we're going to be playing on the Friday night. Okay, happy days. But, but yeah, that's I think at the moment is how we maximize our revenue. Okay, with, with regards to,
2: and I think that's a really interesting one because we've got loads of the, the Broncos, the, uh, the Bronco situations obviously always sounds a bit worrying because they're not particularly good, and I don't know how busy it is. And then when you talk about, when they talk about, right, you know, we need to get 6,000 to sort of break even. And then, you, and then you're then you renting out to the Broncos. You feel like you've got to kind of earn a decent way. But you've got like Lerone Richards, who's world champion boxer. It'd be great to get an event there. It's a, it's a great beer festival place, isn't it? The concourse. Yeah,
1: sorry. I've just found it. It was on the 8th of November. Someone put the bar staff were taking discounts for cash in the rice stand. Uh, same as West. So, yeah, there's... People doing that was on the Facebook AFC Women we Facebook group. No, your point there regarding Louisville, I'd like to see us do more kind of uh question what they called uh,
2: evening with you say question time one more time on this no, podcast. Question, this question, no, could that, be that was weird. question,
1: uh, an evening with so an evening um, with Dave, an Anderson. evening with Peter with but no, an evening with Dave Anderson and hmm. Terry Brown. Uh, you sell tickets. You have a bit of food. You know what I mean. People go down there and they ask questions to Dave Anderson, and you hear the stories. Uh, you know what I mean. We we could do an evening with anyone really. Maybe even some comedy nights down there. We've got some great comedy uh, comedians who sport Wimbledon. Uh, what's his name? Walshy Walsh, who came on the on the podcast as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Jeff Norcott. Yeah, get yeah Jeff Norcott. Yeah, get people like I think of dude... those things only. It's a it's an event, but it's not a huge
2: earner and i think this is the problem is that so why not, on
1: up... a saturday night we've got so mm-hmm. much room in that that silver silver suite don't get used enough right women i think we're going to be starting to use it now but there is suites there do we one we need to finish off one of the floors that still ain't finished i don't think we've got the money to finish it but they need why not why not on a saturday night say right there's going to be a, a comedian's going to be in the bar in the pub do you know what I mean at eight o'clock and then people will stay around, they'll spend more money at the ground, I mean, get you, a bit you, of food I, and then I don't
2: disagree with you at all, but we are those kind of events, they're not huge
1: earners. And
2: I think what they they're good for trickling, they're good for like a little bit, a little bit their grand there, grand there. But I think the club are, are looking at how can they a punch when the ground isn't used at all. So opening it up for a conference or whatever, when it's not, when on a match day, you kind of got your, your audience, you're just yeah. asking for supplementary. You're, you're talking about, you know, a fresh event, but I do think that and I totally agree with you. I think that's an area where he's got to look at. I think it's also going to be interesting for him. One of his big challenges is to, is to convince the fans of the club where we're going and how we're getting there, because that number of fans and i think that you know i think frankly the whole conversation around fan ownership and and, and selling and stuff is around the fact that we've got a ten million pound debt which we own to fans in general but that's going to keep coming and that's not going to stop and how we can how what is it what are his plans to kind of secure our immediate future in league two because at times we've looked shaky how are we going to be able to punch harder in the future, because frankly, we will have got aspirations to be higher up. How are we going to attract new fans and keep them? I mean, like we went to the game on Tuesday, me and my dad, two guys in front of me openly asked for seeing to get holders where they're like, we live in Morden. And I was like, and he was like, you know, I come to a few of the games. And I was like, to be honest with you, you are, you are our, um, you're our audience right now. You are our target audience. Hmm. I've got four kids at school, they're Chelsea fans and Fulham fans. And they, they got seen tickets to, to Wimbledon because it's easy to get to. It's around the corner from the house. And frankly, at 10, 11, 12, I couldn't, I'd never thought I'd go to work. People start talking about, what do you think about Zane, What do you think about Asao? He's good. Where could he go? It's brilliant for me as, a, as a, a football fan, actually being able to talk to boys at my school who are coming in with Wimbledon scarves. It's epic. But it'll just it's just a case of how are we going to, where we've kind of gone through the whole, we're going to bat the manager, we're doing this, we championship in five years, or this nonsense. I wonder whether there's a reboot coming and, and how he what's his role in that i don't that's know
1: that's what i was just about to say to you we need to maximize sponsorship as well because again you know like we said before it's just we've said what could change when the same people are in the same jobs but it's like sponsorship i don't again uh, cherry red records could be paying us a million pound a year we don't know that do you know what i mean but It's Cherry Bear Records, again, from Kings Meadow to, you know what I mean, to Wimbledon, which is great. They sponsor, thank you very much. Do you know what I mean? But we need to be going out and getting massive sponsors that are going to, do you know what I mean, put money in. It's like Sports Direct, not Sports Direct, what's they called? The football manager people That Sports Interactive. They've been there since day one. Brilliant. As long as they're putting in money, if we can go and get a million pounds, then we're going to have to say, look, sorry, Sports Interactive, you've been brilliant for us. We really appreciate what you've done over the last, what, few years that you well since day one but we need to now start maximizing all our money and we can get five million sponsorship here from from colgate or do you know what i mean like, and, okay. <laughs> no just while i just looked in the bathroom sort of, all the too, people right? we could go uh yeah colgate <laughs> but do you know what i mean we do you know i mean it's brilliant that these people sponsor us we really appreciate it we thank them but if you again if you listen to talks when you listen to people like simon jordan that you can't just because you they've done you've favours and stuff in the park we have to make money yeah. we have to do you know what I mean and we I think we, that's the
2: other thing I'd be really interested in Lee I don't know where you see it I'm fascinated to know how long the expectation is for the bank to go for the balance to go to zero and then we can start earning because obviously we've got a lot of debt blah 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 I wonder what the plan is in terms of how long it would take in a worst case scenario or we're in league we have the same season how many groundhog days so years do we need to get to Okay, we're going to pay this off, and I know we're going to
1: talk a little bit about gold mines and stuff later on. Um, but it'd be fascinating to know what he's we, got. We can't keep relying on the fact that we're going to have the the Asals, the Radonis, the Jack Curries coming through. Yeah, I mean, because there might be a season or two where we get nothing coming through that we can't sell. Which we did have when we were IFC Wimbledon. We had a yeah. couple coming through, and they they did end up just, just didn't go where we wanted him to go, but it's a massive job for Danny McLean yeah. because he has to come in, he has to find money to then go towards the budget, plus we've got debt to pay, so he needs to now come in. They're so talking is about look, the training ground getting done. Yeah, So the, you
2: add that in the mix as well, and all of a sudden it's like, Jesus, there's a and this lot is, of...
1: You talk about new yeah. fans and stuff like that, this is where I think the politics kind of Goes against us a lot. Like again, we've we've gone over the, the Don Struss elections quite a bit previously. But you go on the Pro balls, or you do look at the Don Strass election and you disagree with someone, oh mate, it's a nightmare. And it's that some people just don't want to be involved in politics. Some people don't want to be owners of football clubs. They want to go and watch a football club. They want to moan about it in the pub after to their mates. Do you know what I mean? You always got the one person who is ultra positive who thinks everything's blue and yellow, and then you've got people like me who just moan for the sake of it, you know what I mean? Because I love it. But, yeah, I think that's where Danny Macklin's got such a tough job. He's got to come in. There's a fract- fractious uh, fan base, I believe. there's They're close to civil war, which we said before. Do you know what I mean? We're in a, a heated elections now where people want to either sell the club on fan ownership. Do you know what I mean? There's no grey areas regards it's to that. There's definitely momentum for change, isn't there? Yeah, and he has to come in and he has to maximise all revenue streams to go to Johnny Jackson, here's a competitive league two budget because I don't say we finish mid table this year. I think people probably could take that on the chin, but next year, I think we need to then be going, right, what is the plan? Where, where are we heading? Are we, are we just going to stagnate in league two now, which some people will be happy with, do you know what I mean? Or as I said to you before, do we become a yo-yo club, go up and down league one and league two? Or do people want us to be pushing towards that championship that they said in five years? But I I don't really want to stagnate in League Two, if I'm being honest, because it it gets, yeah, it's a tough one. The
2: one thing that's interesting is that he seems to be a modern day kind of leader on the fact that a bit more McKenzie, a bit more public facing. He's very happy to be on your debrief hour debrief
1: um, well, he, he's not been on it he listens so he doesn't no, no 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 no. but, but yeah, visible. Sorry, you can hit, yeah. you can see that he's on. Yeah, it. He's there he yeah. could
2: quite easily not be on it and just record it and listen to it, it after. Record, yeah, yeah. he's watching it, listen to it live no, which is interesting yeah. um the fact that he's been quite visible he's been on twitter talking about different things and showing that he's keen to to be visible again joe palmer you saw him in the program and, and the odd bit on the club you didn't see much about him He's the kind of guy who looks like he he seems relatively personable. Looks like he's happy to have a conversation, which I think will do him
1: well. Um, I agree. I, I, th- well. I think if you see something, you think like, if we saw something we didn't like Danny and we said to him, hey, Mac, then we don't like this. I think he'd probably tell us a reason why it's been done. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? If we say he went to no bars or something, and it was only them people walking around, and people were like, What no bar? And he'd be like, Well, yeah, because it's costing us this this amount just to have five people walk around with by Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm just that's just saying no,
2: and like I one day but I, I, think he, we think I think he we will can, we can have a bit of a conversation. I think he will
1: I think he will. If you said to him, Look, why have you done this? I think he'd give you the reasons behind it. You might not like them, but he's gonna say this is the reason why I've done it. Do you know what I mean? I think again, like you said last with guys to like Johnny Jackson, how we got to back him now. I think we just got a, I think that's why he's coming. As I said, I think maybe that's the reason why nothing's been done with the club. It might have been his idea just to get in, see everything fresh. What I don't like, though, is all the brown-nosing you see on Twitter of some people that are in jobs at the club and they're like, hello, boss, and all this. It's like, mate, drop me out. Do you know what I mean? Tag me out, please. Some of you are probably part of the problem and you should be gone as well. But,
2: but like you said before, it's positive to know that we've got someone who is new with a bit of energy who's got a bit of pedigree in doing it I think it sounds like a relatively good appointment for us and let's give him the room and the space to let's not get on his back too early let's just let him do it and see where we go have you done hospitality at the
1: game yet? no see I think I think we need to do I, I really want to do a hospitality package to see what it actually like and see what you actually get and see if it's actually worth it do you know what I mean? Because I'd, I'd like to, I'm going to, I think I might have to do one. So because, yeah, because I'd, I'd like to see what we actually do with regards to hospitality and how much money we're making from it, like the boxes as well. I think, I think we might see some of them being sold, like sponsorship boxes as well. So you, some company has it for a year, they pay us what whatever it is. And then, do you know what I mean? They can use it throughout the year. Do you know what I mean? their company can take and wine and dine people, especially where we are in Wimbledon. You think with the tennis and stuff like that, Set a box to someone and they come in, and do you know what I mean? We I hopefully he'll be a little bit more approachable than the club have been previously.
2: And the one thing that we all know is that we're in a relatively affluent area, yes, in terms of we're in an area where there is a little bit of money floating about. We're in a place which is one of them, in my opinion, one of the prime locations in London. You Wimbledon SW19 is a lovely place, great big houses, good buildings, good businesses that are set up there. We're in a nice area to potentially. To grow, and I think that we've got a nice, clean stadium which looks quite good. I think it's a good stadium. I'm not saying it. I think it's got, you know, I think it's got potential to be bigger. And and again, it, but I think it for 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 League Two, I think you're going to struggle to find three or four more, better, three or four better stadiums than ours. If you look, if you look through the whole league, I'm going to look through the whole league now. I don't think you're going to find more than five stadiums that you, I feel that you that could compete
1: I with us. Even- I can give you six. All right. We'll no, right. I thought we were playing one of them games. You know you no, said? so
2: Barrows, Barrow won't be any good.
1: Hartlepool, no. Bradford will be all right. Northampton's good. Lane Orion. No, it's not better than ours. Yeah. Well, it's all, I, you, you got ask, the chip. If you ask an Orient fan, I think you'd probably say it is. Because okay. of Colchester? Yeah, it's not. No. Nah, the problem with Colchester is in the, it's in the middle of nowhere. So okay. it's not in the town. Doncaster's
2: so you, was decent.
1: Doncaster, Yeah, that uh, was all right. BSB, yeah, no. Stevenage, nah, no. Harrogate, nah. no. Mansfield was rubbish. Newport, no. Mansfield, Jennings, people, terrible. again, Mansfield fans would say Mansfield's probably better but than Mansfield's ours. only got three sides, mate. Yeah, but they're massive sides. It's a massive
2: no, step ground. No, I'm not having that. Salford was pants. Carlisle, no. Stockport is. No, because
1: you've got a, the. Yeah, fine.
2: Sunday United, no. Rochdale, no. Swindon. Rochdale's not
1: a bad ground, man, to be fair to him. Swindon. Swindon's a good old ground as well. It's a good old ground. No, it's got one stand crew. Tram is big. Tram, yep, yeah, they've got good... Walsall it is
2: very small inside. And in crawling. So I feel like we're in the in the state, in the... in the Across, the, I think we've got one of the better... I'd say we were stadium. top five. Yeah, I, I think I so. said,
1: I'd probably have Bradford above us. Tram... Only on the size of it. I don't. I remember playing at Bro. Uh, sorry, me, and it, it ain't great hospitality or change room wise. It's not really nice and good <clears throat> food wise. Again, Orient. I I, I do like Orient's ground. I do like the fact that it's quite big. They've got the big old new main stand uh, in the middle of London. Again, not a nice part of London, but it's still coming up and stuff. But yeah, I make you right. But anything on else on that to do list that you think he'll be looking at and thinking?
2: I think I think like I said. If I think he'll be looking at how we can pay the debt off as quick as we can, how we can engage the fan base to, to sort of harmonise what we're doing, how we can make the match day experience as good as it was. is. I'm basically just talking talk about his job, to be fair. The other thing, which would be interesting, again, I don't know which areas, because, I'm again, I should know more about it, which areas he kind of interacts with. I'd be interested to see how high up that list is the training facility to, to, from his perspective. Is I'd it like, right up there? I
1: don't know. I'd like to know who is above him, so to speak. Who does he report to? Okay. Who is he reporting his KPI? Is it just Mike Buckley? Because I don't think the Don Trust Board he doesn't report to the Don Trust Board. Uh, okay. So there was kind of a bit of a contradiction the other day on something Chris Stewart said regarding that the MD doesn't report to the Don Trust Board, but then the Don Trust Board kind of agree the budget, the you know what I mean the players' budget, which do you know what I mean you think they'd go hand in hand the MD gets this amount of money this goes to the budget this goes to the debt kind of thing but yeah I'd like to know who he kind of reports into because I think with Joe he kind of did whatever he wanted in the end as we could see with the recruitment 100%. last yep. year do you know what I mean and stuff okay he done really well on Plough Lane and getting that bat and people like Matt Halo working in the club shop so he was brilliant for him but yeah the recruitment side of it was an absolute joke where's he now Joe Palmer uh not sure mate not sure I don't think I don't know not Paid much attention to Joe once no, he here. I just see you later. Bye bye.
2: To... Good luck.
1: Here we go. i just... yeah. He, uh, yeah, with the side of recruitment, it was him, uh, Daniels and Robbo. And it's like, wait a minute, you're the CEO. Why are you on? Who are you going to report to if it's bad? Which it was, but yeah, don't know. I don't know where he's, he's is. a.
2: He's a football club CEO slash internet. Well, he's basically just talking about he's a football consultant and advertiser, ad, advisor, which basically means that he's not doing anything.
1: <laughs> okay. anything else you want to add on that before we move on? No, let's talk about gold mines. Okay, we'll come back and we'll be discussing uh, players that have left uh, and we could be making some money off still and the players we've got in the current squad that could make us money at say possibly January or the end of the season
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: So we're back. We're going to be discussing what we call gold mines. So these are players that have left uh, and we could still make some decent money from, or or the players that we currently have at our disposal that we could sell and make money on. So I'll I'll go first, down with my one. I think it's going to make us the most money that we've ever made. Matt Cox.
2: Yep. I mean, let's so so give some context. We, we we don't have a clue in terms of the actual, the actual amount of money. But knowing the way that Wimbledon operate, you would think that we would be minimum. We'd want is a ten percent, and I think we would get anything between ten percent and and percent twenty five. I'd say as a say,
1: yeah. If if most clubs who are smart probably would have twenty five percent on most of the players we probably mentioned. We all know that Wimbledon, as we said earlier, recruitment wise, under uh Joe and stuff, we pro- will probably have to pay them money if he makes do you know what I mean if Matt Cox plays one game for England, we have to pay them a million pounds or something that's how stupid we are sometimes. But yeah, uh Matt Cox, I'm hoping it's in the twenty percent range. I also think that he'll go to a Man United or a Newcastle and he'll go for 30 odd million pounds plus.
2: Well, I'm just doing a little calculator here. And I'm, it's, we are speculating. So just to be absolutely clear, we're speculating. I'm just going to say everyone on 10%, right? And we'll kind of
1: go for it. You're saying that Cox is worth how much? you reckon he'll go for? I, I just think, why did Brentford give him a six-year contract? Do you know what I mean? They can see something in the kid. He's spe- got a six-year contract? He's he signed a six-year contract recently. Oh, I love After him. about a season of him being at Brentford, yeah. Uh, and I just see when David... David the gear goes or he might go up to Newcastle under Nick Pope for a little while uh, and they everyone knows how much money they've got now so Fine. well, I, I've been conservative. I he'll go above I'd say Pickford money when Pickford left Sunderland to go to uh, Everton it was 30 million I, I reckon around about 30-40 million pound
2: Fine. well I've put him down as a conservative 2 million pounds
1: what that we'd receive yeah, yeah, yeah take, so. take tax
2: you know our fee for being brokers yeah. we're bigging him up on air Okay, well, obviously the next one I've I've I will be bringing up is Radoni. Yeah, we um, Radoni. Well, well, hold your horses, pal. Hold your horses. Championship player. Yes, they they are bottom or near the bottom. He's had some decent, um, a little bit of decent traffic, but like you said, I'd, I, if he's going, and he is sold. He doesn't, I don't think he goes more than a couple of million at most. And I would say for him, I reckon the club might pick up 200 grand as a very conservative. He has a really, if, and again, let's, let's be optimistic rather than pessimistic. I think he's going to, he'll be, he'll do well. He'll be quite competitive and someone will go championship. He's been busy. He's been doing all right he's worth a couple of million I, I don't want to go on to one of these i am going to obviously because i'm completely a lo- complete loser but i'd be fascinated to w- where where how much money he's potentially worth um, as an individual i don't know but he is my next one, radonian and i'm saying we could possibly pick up a couple of hundred thousand if we get lucky
1: no chance He'll end, up right. in, he'll end up in League One, probably with Huddersfield next year. Apparently, he's doing all right at Huddersfield. They, they, they don't mind him up there. His market value is a million. Yeah. Right. So, so I can't, I've I, gone lucky. I just think he'll end up back in League One. He's a League One footballer. He's a good League One footballer. I just can't see him going above that. And yeah, I don't think we'll right. get much money for him. Uh, I've got two part, I can't remember their names, though. Uh, so this is a bit awful, isn't it? Um, the one two we sold one to Rangers in the summer, he played in a cup game for Rangers the other week. I forget his name, and another kid we sold to Wolves. I'm hoping that we didn't just give them away. They were so Archie Stevens that's the one the spot is. Yep, yeah, he went to Rangers.
2: Yep, yeah, he went to Rangers. He's did 16. We, did he go
1: on a free or did we sell it? Did it was it under closed? It's a it's a an agreement has been made for an undisclosed fee. There you go, and hopefully we've got a sell on clause because he will, I think he will be big for Rangers in a couple of years. I think he's only 16, and I think you said there.
2: Yep, 16, and the other one who's obviously went to Wolves is Leon Chiwomi.
1: Yeah, did we sell him again, or was it because you never Sold know again? Where... Yeah. Undis-
2: it's an undisclosed fee, um, and you've got to, you've got to imagine that <coughs> those guys going. You're going to have the opportunity to um, for us to be able to, to, to negotiate. I presume if they're going to wolves are going to range, there are going to be other people who'll be interested. So, as an example, if we were talking to every hundred every million that we sell a player for, there's a possibility of us picking up a hundred grand, two 16-year-olds, one in the Scottish Premier League, one in Wolves. Let's imagine one flops because he's 16. And let's imagine one does all right. For the two of them, what would you
1: reckon would be a fair possible? Quarter of a million? I reckon more, man. I reckon yeah, it's, it's a tough one because as you said, they're both 16. So they could grow quicker, could they might not make it? Uh tough leagues to break into. Well, rangers ain't a tough league to break into. It's a tough, tough team and tough club to break into. Uh same as the English Premier League. But yeah, I just think if we're selling two players who are 16 for undisclosed fees, they're a bit special. And clubs, you know what I mean? They don't, especially clubs like Rangers and Wolves. Yep. It's not like they've gone to Chelsea or Man City. I have just thought of another one straight off the bat there so as I've
2: well. I've got him written down Leo Castle, Don.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be big as well. <coughs> yeah. You don't go after kids like that if they're not going, you, you don't have plans for them to make it in a good few and years. The one so. thing as
2: well, though, Lee, as well, with that, that because they're playing at Rangers and Wolves, the likelihood is that people are going to come in for them. Yes. someone like chelsea leo that like there's a possibility if he does bob they'll just bomb him out because they've got loads of players yes um and you know a lot of the players for chelsea they don't necessarily receive huge amounts of money for players that they sell who are domestic they normally go big international players so i've put i've put a conservative 300 grand from you i'd, I'd say that but because two lads and the castle dying what do you reckon a bit more the, the two, two young lads
1: I mentioned, I think, yeah, you probably think two million a piece if they say, even if they get bombed out. I, I remember there was a player at Rangers recently who went to Birmingham, he was awful, and they, they sold him to Birmingham for like a million and a half. I think. But remember, so. though,
2: we got Dan Joker from Wolves,
1: so don't so just remember that we no, picked know.
2: him up from Wolves,
1: and that's you yeah, beats, yeah, no, that's true. But I reckon, uh, yeah, I reckon that. And then Leo, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Leo, I think. I think we could make decent money on because, again, you're hoping that – again, you're just saying 10%, but you're hoping that we're sensible enough to go, right, if he plays one cap for England, we get 100, gray, 100 grand. Sorry, yep. If he plays 10 games, we get a million. Do you know what I mean? We're hoping we're sensible enough to do that kind of thing. And that's, again, another thing that Danny Macnum might have say in stuff like that with regards to when players leave. But <laughs> – Leo's meant to be doing really well at Chelsea. They're big, big fans of him, and he's he's representing England, England under
2: fifteen, under sixteen, Captain under as well. seventeen. He also appeared in the U.A. for youth league. But debut.
1: again, you have got to remember there is player. If you look at ten years ago, the England team that would be now from the players, then I think it's only Phil Foden who's actually doing anything. Some of them, like remember Casper, who is it? Who was the old goalkeeper at Man U? Remember Casper? It was it Casper. Something like that, not oh, the no. friendly ghost, the other one, but yeah, there was, and they predicted him to be in the England team in ten years' time, and he, he I think he retired. Or they've got people, you know, that that general that that group though. They had, didn't they have Adam Ola Lookman,
2: didn't they have um, Sancho? They had. Um, Foden, they also had who's ever other I literally had in my head, I've just gone now. If Emma, ML M- M- Smith, Rowe, all that lot were in that group, in that group, I, I, but I, do, I know what you mean because there were some of them who are like, oh, they're playing, no, they're terrible.
1: Yeah, they're playing um, non-league. Okay, so there, we'll,
2: but... let, let's top up. Let's
1: go crazy. I've got, I've got one more as well, quickly. Okay, before we come to our players, yeah, at the moment, yeah, group. yeah, one more that's left who could, right. we forgot about is another goalkeeper. Yeah, jo- Joseph Berzic. Okay. Uh, Stoke, Stoke were. I think the last time someone was talking about Berzyk, uh, they were talking about thirty million for him, and then as well, and, and he uh, went
2: directly from us to Stoke, yeah.
1: Yes, and who's <coughs> uh, the keeper that was at Stoke before him? He went to Palace. He was like everyone was raving about him playing for England and everything. Wimbledon.
2: All from them, Butland. From Stoke.
1: Butland, that's it. Everyone was raving about Butland. He was going to play for England. He was going to be the next big thing. Joseph Berzik went there. Didn't look great. And put a bit of muscle on there, and looks like a decent keeper. Okay, and he's another one I think could make us money. I, I think we could be making fifty million from the players we just talked about. Are you joking,
2: Joseph Berzik. No, no, we're not going to make fifteen million. The, they're going to fifty. Yeah, but no, we'll make five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they'll make but, fifty million. Well, the I, I've put I've put a conservative three million for, and again, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm of course we well, I'm not. I'm not being stupid enough to feel that this is actually going to happen. But even if half of it came, that would be huge. For Cox, Castle, um, Leon Chawomey, Archie Stevens, Bursic. Going on to then, our players. So that's five million I think we could make there. Three million. All right. You're Go going to say five. I'm Mr. Realist. I'm the one who's got... You need to get your calculator hundred million. Out. Unbelievable. So obviously, I've looked at the three main players who could potentially as it stands, I'm not looking at other people, but I'm looking at Bendel, Asal, and Curry.
1: Yeah, they're, the, they're three, the only three I've got at the moment. Are,
2: are probably the three main players. Um Bendel heavily linked with everyone. Ben Asal yeah, has but, been linked heavily with championship. Uh, Asal, uh, Curry.
1: Assal I can see because he, he was very good in League One.
2: Right now, where 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 would you where would you do you th- okay quick question then. I will same question for Dad. Assal or Radoni, ne- uh, Assal is go, going to go in the summer and he's going to probably go to a half-decent club. In two years' time, who's going to be playing at a better club, Radoni or Assal? Assal. Yeah. I, I, I can see
1: Assal going to like a QPR. I said that exact club.
2: I said QPR, Millwall, a team that's quite physical, quite quick, quite direct. The only thing
1: that lets him down is his size. <clears> could you see him playing in the Premier League? No. No, he's quite, I can't, I... but he has got lots of raw
2: ingredients. But he is still petulant. His decision making can be poor. His offsides are pathetic. But he's 20, and I think that he'll play the end. The end of this year, he's got. He's now. Continue, he's actually scored goals in League One. He's scoring goals in League Two. If he has a season without a huge amount of injuries and easy eases up on the on the suspensions. I think he gets
1: a good gig in the summer and I would wish him all the best. At the three that we've mentioned, I agree. The three that we've mentioned, I think Jack Curry is going to go to furthest or could go to furthest. He's very raw, but he is average seven every game. For his first season, when he was at Eastbourne last year, this is his first ever season in men's football. Yep. League two, as he's finding out, is a tough old league. Look at Archibald against him the other week. Some team, some players could have folded, and Archibald would have had his, a, a great day. He didn't. He's good in the air. He's good with his feet. He can go around people. He can, he's proven that he can defend. I think that's the main thing that he has to get better at, is defending. But he can go forward. His crosses, again, I think, again, he might have to improve on. But I... Honestly, think Jack Curry can go and will be a, yeah, a proper, I think he going away. the Okay. Well, I don't share your optimism, but
2: I, I think he's a good talent. And I think he's definitely, I feel that Asal will be this summer. I think Curry will be the summer after. And I think Bendel, if he sticks around, will be the summer after. See, the Bendel, I feel like Bendel will go before that.
1: The Bendel stuff, I think, is just is his agent. I honestly believe it's his agent because how can people be looking and talking about Alfie Bendel when he's not playing? He's had one season at Corinthian Casuals, which is a poor level. Was it Corinthian Casuals? Yeah, it was. Yeah. With, uh, which is a poor level. He had one. He, he done well there. done okay. Hasn't played hardly. He played, what, two games in League One, if that? He's come to League Two. He's not playing now. I get it. I think he's going to be a star. I really do rate him. I think he will be. But how can teams like West Ham and stuff be looking at this kid now? Like He doesn't want to do what Osama actually did. Do you know what I mean? And then get bombed out to, I don't know where he is now. He played against Colchester. Oh, uh, yeah, and they're going down to the conference. You know what I mean? They're getting relegated. So I think, yeah, he just needs to bide his time. But I, f- I agree, I think he'll be the one in three or four years' time. If he stays with us, Woodjard in a couple of years' time when we coming to the end of his career at Wormden. Alfie can then come in uh, I think Marsh should go at the end of the season, so that will give Alfie more more game time then as well. I think, I think
2: Bendel will start next season. I think he'll sit at risk one I mean. out, Agreed. go on loan. He, he needs a loan from January until eight. And that might be one of the reasons why they, they spend a bit of money on a centre midfielder or have a loan in, because they might go, we need him in, because Bendel's got to go Remember, out we'll, we'll
1: We'll lose Paris in the summer. <coughs> he'll yep. go back to Brentford, and then we'll yep. have Pell, Woodyard, Bendel. I yep. think we possibly could lose Marsh because he's not really doing much. And I, I think he's the one that you could go, right, Bendu or Marsh, you, we'll stick with the kid, do you know what I mean? And get another loan in if we need. But yeah, I I, I, I honestly think that Curry's going to be the one that probably will make us more money than Jack Redone made. Well, I've I've kind of looked, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting. But I, I,
2: again, we're, we're being very, very, very pie in the sky here. But if you look at Giwomi, Stevens, Castle Dine, Cox, Radoni, Bendel, Asal, Curry. There's a there is a pie in the sky-ish, anything between two and five million potentially. One player, Cox, Cox, like I said, if Cox gets a, a decent gig somewhere, and this is everyone at 10%. Now, someone like Radoni could, could quite easily be 25%, we've,
1: so could Cox, and that 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 situation changes. But we've also just, not, yeah. not mentioned some of the kids that we don't know, like Morgan Williams. There's a lot of talk around him. From uh, uh, the Welsh kid, there's talk about Paris Lock. Apparently, done really well on the Youth Cup the other day. Yeah, you know I mean, there is some kids around, there and it does. We had that Robinson hammering.
2: Bartley, who's been in and around it and highly yeah, charged. I can see. I don't Bartley see it. Confidence Just, I just, yeah, we have got as, as but, we were talking about before. There's a, there's three-ish, possibly three million pound that could be. Could be money. I mean, it's all. I, I the
1: question the other the other day to the to, to Don members. Only two of them answered. Uh, not Don Strasburg members. The uh, candidates. Without is it? Uh, we've had Michael Hamilton on, who obviously will he, he does a great job with the academy. He was a really good lad to come on and really nice chat with him. Is it worth like we've had this chat when we first started the podcast regarding youth team or the Brentford B team model? Because you think If we had a Brentford B team Now If we had an AFC woman and B team And we know we're playing Against good opposition Is that going to benefit Bendel Bartley Players like that Look at NY Look we've had From Brentford We've had Force uh, yep. Madback Sorensen Yeah Paris NYC In Kim Balk- yeah, no, not Kim Cause <laughs> I knew was the other one we had. We had the other kid who, he's playing in Finland now. Jarko <clears throat> Oxenham. Yeah, that's the one, Oksanen And uh yeah, like we, is the youth team, will they make it, well, they are, Jack Curry, Ogundir, Paul Kalambai Will Nightingale. Our youth team's brilliant, but... Presley as well. Did you say Presley? I didn't because he was useless. Uh wow. Will we make more money selling these players under a B-team kind of way or are we losing them for cheaper because of the youth team system? Brentford sell their players, <coughs> or, do you know what I mean? But I don't know, it's a, a bit, tough yeah, it's a, interesting. It's
2: a tough I think it's just an interesting thing that we could possibly be sitting on that amount of money. I'm not saying that'll all go off to the it all goes into whatever the playing budget. It, won't, it I presume, I think Hammond was saying it, didn't he? He was saying that it costs quite a lot of money to run the academy for a That's year. What, and yes. Each player coming through. So for every 10. But it's just interesting that there's a possible amount of money that <clears throat> the club might not have necessarily budgeted for. That
1: might come to fruition, maybe. You take the three out we've already got, there's five or six players that we've named already that could make us close to £3 million. They're not even playing for us anymore. Yeah. As long as you do your business right. And this again goes back to the MD and the the head of football operations that hopefully is coming in soon. That they do get that their numbers right and we start making money off players that have even left. Do you know what I mean? You play one premiership game, you we get a hundred grand. You play one game for England, a hundred grand. You you captain your side, you get you know what I mean. You play 25 games, you you know what I mean? So yeah, a, a lot of clubs do it. Remember, there's lots of talk. Remember, players have been dropped because they're useless and they're coming up to that 30th game or something and they don't want to be played because it costs the club a million pounds. I can't remember names, but yeah, it has happened. But yeah, it's, it's quite interesting though, isn't it, Dan?
0: Well, like we, yeah. we find
1: it quite interesting. <clears throat> and like I said, it, it could be nothing. It could be everything. But
2: it's just interesting that out there, I'd, we, I we could a, people at like Accrington Stanley don't have that money out there. Then there's Matt. not that amount of money out sitting around, but we have got some decent young lads who are sitting there who could be potentially, like I said, Bursic, If he has two good, a good end of this year, starts the next season. He's young. There's a possibility that someone picks him up. Matt, Same Matt, with
1: Cox. Matt Cox has one good year for Brentford, gets sold to Manu for fifty million pound. Mm-hmm. We pay off a lot of that stadium straight away.
2: If you wanted to, if that, yeah. Or do you Ohio, get what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, and that, then, that, and then that's look, how easy it is.
1: Look at people at Arsenal who have paid off their stadiums and look how well they're doing now. They're getting players in. They're getting good. They're doing good business. It's all it takes is getting that stadium paid Food for Mr. Yes. Mr. Yes.
2: Mr. Chips.
1: Right. That was interesting. Right, we'll move on. Uh, and then we'll come back. We'll do a short preview of the game against Tramia.
2: Tramia.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans.
1: Ah, so the final part of the podcast. I don't know what that ah was about. I really enjoyed that though. What the ah? We need more of that. Right. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Uh, Final part of the podcast. We're going to be discussing the Tranmere Rovers game on Saturday. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're going to want to smash us to bits, aren't they? They, I, I reckon they're still a little bit bitter. I'm surprised that, that when we
2: that was the year we were going to go down. To be fair, and we yes. absolutely dodged a bullet. That was a. Do you remember that nil nil before we, all the COVID shutdown? With Jamie, what's his name? Jamie Day made a. Is it Jamie Day? He made an amazing save. Day. Come, what is his first name? Is it Jamie? I think it's Jamie. He made a really good save. He made a really good save at the beginning, um, and it was a nil nil at home. And it was that was the one that just got us over the line. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it is. Um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised they'll feel a little bit better.
1: I believe they've been quite decent this year, haven't they? They're doing all right. I think I'm not 100, percent but yeah, you going up there? I'm not. I was gonna. I was looking at it. Uh, 98 pounds for a train ticket to Liverpool. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just getting ridiculous. These trains companies should be like that's absolutely You just can't get cheap train tickets anymore at the moment. It's a ridiculous thing. But uh, well, tram
2: Miracle, That's well. I say they've been doing well. They're 11th. They haven't won in five. Drawn, okay. drawn, lost, drawn, drawn, drawn specialists. Our form, obviously, win, draw, win, win, draw. Well,
1: if, we, um, if we draw or win on Saturday, that's nine unbeaten, which is huge. Uh, but, yeah, it's a tough game because I think Tranmere fans will be telling, I'm guessing that their players will know what would have happened, do you know what I mean, and how we sunk them and how they got relegated because of it and how we all laughed at them as fans as well and gave it to them on Twitter. And yeah, I think they, they're going to be well up for this game against Wimbledon, even though there's no real rivalry, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're going to be all over Would
2: Pierce. We we haven't really touched on him. He doesn't start, does he?
1: No, I thought he was, well, I, I said, I listened to it on the radio Solent, the Weymouth game and, it was Joe average, but, mate. Yeah, he, it, to be fair, he's been out for a long time. I don't think you can throw I think uh, hopefully Jack Curry's back uh, because otherwise that leaves us with two fullbacks that are going to be very young. In I reckon Biller have to go on one side and they have to go one side. Yeah, Dier he, he has came to go on, on
2: left. He came on left back at Weymouth and obviously we're still without Brown. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it'd be. I think it's going to be for me. I would just like to get a point and keep the keep the momentum going. Um, so if someone offered me the opportunity for a draw, I take it now. Considering we're basically without, well, without what basically we haven't got a fullback. We got we got well, two kids. Ogundey is a full fullback back.
1: now. No, Well, he's a win back, but we're not playing win backs anymore. So he'll have to get used to playing as a right back. Maybe does he change it around then? Do we go free at the back and he brings Pierce back in? With Towler, Pierce, and Kalambai, and then we'll go Ogandier and Billa, because Billa's got pace to burn. But I'd rather not see that formation ever again. No,
2: I think I think he'll get, he'll keep the exact same formation. I think Chislet comes back in. I think he'll I think he'll go to Towler and he will go to Kalambai. I it's think probably, it's probably yeah. a good game to
1: bring Chislet in because, to be fair to him, as much as I don't. Rate him as high, he doesn't stop running, he'll cause issues and he'll close them down. And he, definitely, he
2: definitely made a change. And obviously, the fact that a sow will come back in, it, they, I think they'll just keep it relatively similar that they've always done. It will just be for me an interesting selection thing between Woodyard, Magoma, Marsh, Bendel. Um, how that I presume Bendel will be a no, and I presume they'll just go with Magoma and um, Woodyard, Magoma and, Woodyard and Pearl will sit in the hole. Pearl was was decent, again, it wasn't unbelievable, but he was good enough on um, on Tuesday night, but I feel like it's, it's a game that we should look forward to, I think it'll be a really good test away from home against a, a team who you know were up there before recent form possibly a good time to play, and we're, we, we're unbeaten on eight they haven't won in five I um, <clears throat> don't know how they've got in the FA Cup so I'd say I'm quietly confident, but I still would take a draw now um, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, not typical Wimbledon. It's one of the great things about Sport Wimbledon. We're
1: you so know. erratic, you never We're never so know. inconsistent. So but again, my my mm-hmm. only worry is our squad depth. If we go one nil down, you look at the bench and think, who's really coming on? Are going to be able to change it and get get us the a plan goal. A or plan A, aren't we really? Yeah, pretty much at the moment, which is the only worry I have. But as I said, I'll just, I'll take a draw right now uh, because then that means we've beaten Orient. We got what five points from the. The free tough points, games, which said five so. points from
2: nine, and yeah. then we go into the next set, which is a relatively, you know, FA Cup, Grimsby home, yeah, Swindon. We, we've now getting ourselves into a, a realm of we've kind of weathered the storm, and again, I think it'll be a really good acid test for for Jackson and for the squad. So I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go for two two. I'm gonna go with Desmond. they're gonna yeah, I think they're gonna play well, but I think Asal's gonna be Asal and Pal.
1: I got one all. I think, one will, I think we'll score first, but then they'll equalise. And then it'd be. A, I think it'd be like a bit of a Salford second half, really. A bit nothing. Uh, they're a draw specialist. The big question
2: and, Lee, is, is Bogoma going to finally turn it around?
1: He seems to be getting back into form. I just don't like him in that defensive role. I'd rather have Towler in there. But yeah, I, I, I hope so. And then NYC comes back on Monday, apparently. so He'll come back to train. Day. So I presume we'll probably see him around Christmas. Well, yeah, and he'll um, be on the bench, and then Bartley or Fisher then go out on loan. Mike, that's said, my big worry is you look at the bench, you look at Fisher, Bartley, and Huddling. None of them really excite me to come on. Even Huddling nowadays, do you know what I mean? So it's like we haven't yeah, seen him at all. No, but he's like
2: the Loch Ness monster. No one's I'll, ever seen I'll t- him.
1: I'll take a one-all, but yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll come unscathed from that. But there'll be no, there'll, there's no Sunday debrief this weekend. What? I'm at a wedding on Sunday, so don't be. No one's getting married on a Sunday. Oh, yeah, these people are. Sunday Who's getting weddings. married? Who's getting married in, in on, Winchester? Man. I don't know. It's well, well, I do know the girl, but it's one of Mary's work friends. So, mm. yeah, so I've got to go all, all the right, way to eight. Winchester for a wedding, uh, Sunday, and I couldn't really say to the missus, "Look, I'm just going to pop out to do the to the debrief." Go back to the room and do a debrief for an hour and a half.
2: Well-deserved rest, Mr. Chips. So no
1: Sunday debrief. I know people will be disappointed with that. But, yeah, and again, thanks to our sponsors, Season Master, the manufacturers of secondary glazing and bifold doors. Uh, You can catch them on www.seasonmaster.com or give them a call on 01252-319-670. Gary and the family, massive women and fans, thanks very much again for sponsoring the podcast. And Danny, thanks again for joining us. Lee, thanks again for joining us. As always, come on your dance.
3: woo Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at The Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?